0: To the inaugural episode of the UNC Employee Forums podcast. I'm Shane Brogan, delegate on the Employee Forum, and I'm talking with Shana Hill today, our uh, forum chair.
1: Hey, Hi. how are
0: you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Uh, thank you for coming on for our first episode.
1: Oh my God, thanks for asking me. This yeah. is awesome.
0: It's um, what we wanted to do was just kind of want to create something that could bring forth the issues that the forum is uh, talking about and concerned about. One thing I do is listen to a lot of podcasts, so that's how I thought, hey. <laughs> We nice. can do this, get information out, out there. Um,
1: I think this is excellent. <laughs> First of all, I mean, I, I know I get bombarded with emails and I know that um, you know I, there are days when I just z- zip through yeah. and, and not pay attention. And so the forum has been trying different ways to reach people for so long. And this, this to me is thrilling so I'm I am happy oh. to sit <clears throat> sit and chat with you. <laughs> I'm uh, glad and let you know yeah. <clears throat> what we do, what we're about.
0: Um, For people like me, a year ago, who are you know uh, primarily unaware of what the forum is or you know where it fits within the university, what would you say the purpose is, and how would you describe the forum?
1: Okay, so the forum actually does have a mission, um, and the mission of the employee forum is to seek out and address constructively issues across campus um, and to ultimately improve the lives of staff, faculty, and students. So you know that's, that's a pretty lofty yeah. mission but I think that when you get people in a room on a consistent basis and you create a forum of trust then people start to talk and then the issues organically come to the surface. So I don't think there's anything magic uh, about how how we go about doing it, but the the mission is to improve the lives of students, staff, and faculty. And so what do the issues generally become? From my perspective, uh, staff are very concerned about salary. Staff are very concerned about benefits. Staff are very concerned about health care. Staff are very concerned about work, work culture and support, career development, all those kinds of things. So if you can tackle any of those, any or all of those issues, then you are achieving your mission. I, I, my love of advocacy started when I was really little because I grew up in a family of very diverse people. And um, you know, I grew, I grew up in Chapel Hill Some of the same issues uh, were going on in the 70s as they are now. Um, So what I am acutely aware of is um, people who feel like they need uh, extra support or someone to help uh, share their voice. And so I've been, without knowing it, being an advocate for the underdog for my whole life. When When I came here and I found out there was a forum just for employee issues. I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool. <laughs> this is a huge university. We have tons of issues. And there is some thought that, you know, if there's an issue, there's, you know, don't talk about it. Well, why? Yeah. Anybody that thinks that a place this big is, is going to be free of issues is, is naive. Yeah. Um, so the forum is a place where we gather we throw things out there. We talk about what's, what trends we see in our areas. We talk about things that are, um, you know, w- that we see need improving. Um, and it's a, it's a sort of a big open space to get together and support each other. I have had my darkest moments, you know, sobbing on a delegate's shoulder. Um, and I've had the periods of s- strongest growth through those times. Um, so I think it's a, it's a really special space and, and I would love to reach out in other ways to get people yeah. to come and see what we're about.
0: Well that's really exciting because I know personally for myself I I've worked at the University for 13 years now um, in the physics department managing the teaching labs. Before that I was a student so I've been on campus since 2001 in some form or another um nice. met my wife and while we were going to college, she got a job at the hospital. I got a job on campus. Nice. We just never left the area. Yeah. And um, as time went on, it became more and more obvious that, okay, I've decided to actually make a home here yeah. <laughs> and stay. Uh, and, you know, as I stayed in the job and kind of time went on, I was tangentially aware of the forum, uh, a coworker of mine, um, was in the forum and he would talk about the issues. And then after he left, it was more when I started to um, really kind of become focused on, okay, well, what is this entity? And as time went on, started thinking of, you know, my my place as a staff member on campus, probably actually once I kind of hit 10 years, I realized, I think I have a career (laughs) that I didn't realize was going to happen. And I wanted to connect more with the the staff community at, at, at large because mm-hmm. um, it's very easy, I think, to get siloed into the different departments and areas that you work in. So that what initially kind of drew me the forum is like learning more about you know what what um, other people on campus what they do and how we all work as a whole unit. Like looking at um, the university as a whole entity and our place in it. Sure. Um, the forum was started in uh, 1993. Uh huh. Um, as an advisory body to the chancellor. Uh, Correct. What role do you see an advisory body having for the chancellor?
1: Well, think about it this way. We are the staff counterpart to the faculty council. The faculty council is a a body of faculty members that advise the chancellor on all things faculty. So. I think right now there's 3,700 faculty members, there's 8,600 staff members. Wow. So how will the chancellor know what staff issues are if there doesn't exist a body? Yeah. That's why we're so important. So we outnumber faculty issues, but if we have no voice, then those all of those issues Aren't stated, yeah. and then we we get a very one-sided. <coughs> the 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 chancellor gets a very one-sided um, view yeah. of this university. We have so many different operational areas, so many different areas of areas of specialty. If you think about, I think it was stated, we own an airport. <laughs> <laughs> we we have housekeeping we have facilities we have executive assistants we have dental assistants we have you know there are so many different areas on this campus it's like a small town yeah
0: and so if I mean it's bigger than some small is bigger <laughs> than the small town <laughs> right. I came from right we
1: have our own zip code so, <laughs> so yeah. it it stands to reason that there needs to be a a body that collects that sort of data that kind of calls it and brings it forth in a structured way because this is a complicated place. And so that is the structure of the body. We get together, we talk about the trends and the, the issues that we see that are systemic in some way. And ultimately, because we're boots on the ground, we we provide suggestions or resolutions. And one of the misconceptions is that, you know, we just get together and whine. But there are some amazingly smart staff members on this campus. We research, we critically think, we do all of these, we have all of these skills, and we have the experience and the firsthand knowledge of what can be fixed yeah. or what needs improvement. And so who better than the people that are actually doing the work to say, hey, you might consider this? Because they're not going to have the perspective that we have, and so this is, a, this, is, this is the body that brings those suggestions and those resolutions forward as advice thus the advisory body.
0: If the forum brings up an issue, mm-hmm. um, where does it go after that?
1: So there are a couple of things to, to sort of think about. Um, there has to be some sort of consensus uh, about any one particular issue. One of the things that it, it, it's very difficult for people to um, sort of wrap their brain around when they first come to the forum is, it's really not a place to to talk about your, hey, this is happening to me in my unit and I'm really angry about it. We generally (laughs) try to tackle issues that seem to be systemic or a pattern. Then we have committees. So we have uh, the Personnel Issues Committee, we have the Career Development Committee, we have the Community Service Committee. So, depending on where your issue falls, then that that may land in committee work. And as a delegate, your, your one obligation is to work on one committee. And committees generally meet once a month and uh, research and uh, discuss whatever priorities that they come up with. And then the ways that we communicate that are through resolutions, letters to the chancellor, an open letter, to the community at large um, or proclamations. And ultimately, we are the advisory body to the chancellor, and so these generally are addressed to the chancellor. So it's, it's layered in how things sort of mm-hmm. bubble up and evolve. But normally, it's through the open meeting. We're, we're all sitting sort of checking in with each other, or it could be driven by what's going on I- in the media. For example, when last year, when there was all of the news about the hospitals not signing on to the Declare state health care,
0: yeah. pricing.
1: Um, people were really, really nervous. What's going to happen? I've got to sign up for my health care in October, yeah. but as of you know, two months prior to that. Three hospitals across the state, or whatever it was, yeah. had had signed on to to our healthcare, so or our our, our state care program. Yeah. So staff were quite um, justifiably nervous.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I remember thinking, uh, I mean, my, my wife works for the hospital, and you know, uh, she and I have thought it was particularly funny that like her employer would not be covering her health insurance if things didn't change. And it was very hard to find any information about it. Sure. Um, I guess that was one that i just gotten on the forum. One of the first things I got to see was, you know, the, the delegation deliberate that um, and uh, put forth a town hall meeting mm-hmm. and actually get people to come to campus and talk to us, um, which was. Know, reassuring necessarily for <laughs> but informative, mm-hmm. um, and and you know not not something that I would have been able to find on my own. Um.
1: Well, I think one of the really important things about that particular um, panel on healthcare was that I think staff felt sort of caught in the middle, and for whatever posturing or deal, you know, whatever was going on in the background, we wanted those folks to know we're not data, we're talking about families, children getting sick, all of the issues around self-care and being able to be a healthy, responsible employee so in this process, please don't forget us because we're nervous. Yeah. And we had a place to do that. And we had between two and 250, 200 and 250 people actually show up. We had over 500 people on the Zoom. We had to lock people out. Yeah. So people were interested. They were tuning in because they were concerned. And there was an absolute place for people to come and talk about that. Now, did we get to a better place? Who knows? Did we resolve the issues? Not yet. But people had the place to talk about it. And I think that was empowering to folks. And I also think that it showed the people making these decisions, It, it put a face to a number. Yeah and maybe made that process a little bit more real to them. And, and that I think was important. Do we always have that kind of showing or that kind of um time, if you will? Not always, but that was pretty cool. That was pretty special in my opinion. We had the state, state treasurer there. We had uh, the president of the HR systems there. We had a lot of folks there that, that I think genuinely have a, um, a desire to get resolution.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was also one of the things like when we had people first come speak at to the forum and then the, the, um, the town hall meeting, um, it was a, a chance to hear from everybody on the different sides of the issue, kind of explain their case and like you said, I think what very important thing was to have them see us as people mm-hmm. and, you know, it kind of felt like there was a game of chicken where we were stuck in the middle and it really didn't matter which one of them blinked. Sure. <laughs> um, but to also just be aware of why certain things are happening um, and why those decisions were made. Um, right. uh, when did you start working at UNC? February of
1: 2006 seven but I'm I graduated from UNC in 1983 <laughs> last century um and then left for a little while left the state for a while came back and uh I was a parking control officer when I first got my first job here and uh I lasted 10 and a half months <laughs> there <laughs> Um, it was a great kind of launching pad, just because um, you you really get a great understanding of how this university operates when you're directing traffic.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you also are required to learn the campus yeah. and every parking lot, um, so it, it was a great way to sort of come back to North Carolina and see how the university had grown,
0: yeah.
1: and um then spent some time at the School of Dentistry, at which point I decided to get another degree. So I got my degree in uh, my master's in public health as I was a full-time student. Um, so I've been here 13 years it, after coming back from being a student last century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so w- when did you first become aware of the forum?
1: Through Jackie Overton, c- because she worked at Parking Control and she was on the forum, and I had heard about the forum through her, and then I saw her the speech she did at University Day. She had two phenomenal speeches that I remember. Um, a lot of people remember the second one more. It, if you haven't seen her speeches, Google them. Okay. They're wonderful. I can't remember the exact years, but Google Jackie Overton University Day, and there are two. Um, but I remember she said something like uh she was talking about the wanting to create a forum and upper administration said, Well what do you think you're gonna do, run things? And she said, Yeah, typewriters and lawnmowers. <laughs> it was just <laughs> great. It was an awesome speech. And that's what that that's what I that was my first uh introduction to the employee forum and I was it wasn't for a while, uh until I actually got on the forum because my my job, w- I wasn't at a place where I could. Yeah. Uh, but later, that had been my experience. It it seemed like something I was drawn to. She was very charismatic. She was a very charismatic leader. Uh, so that's that's sort of what planted the seed.
0: You've been forum chair for the past three years. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah, three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, um, you were a delegate. So when I when did you start? I started yeah.
1: four years ago um, and immediately jumped into <laughs>
0: that, that's <really>
1: quick. <laughs> a larger role. Um, the The treasurer was was not running again, and for some reason, that's not been a role that people have gravitated towards. And um, to be qu- you know quite honest about it, it that wasn't my skill set. But uh, you could attend. THE EXECUTIVE COMMITTEE MEETING IF YOU WERE AN OFFICER. SO I SAID, WELL, I NEED TO LEARN MORE SKILLS AROUND um, THAT AREA, AND I'D ALSO LIKE TO uh, BE AT THAT TABLE AS WELL. SO I JUMPED IN. <laughs> I WAS POSSIBLY THE WORST TREASURER IN THE HISTORY OF THE <laughs> FORUM. Um, BUT EVERYBODY WAS VERY KIND. Um, AND I, I DID LEARN NEW SKILLS uh, IN THAT AREA. AND THE CONVERSATIONS uh, IN THE EXECUTIVE COMMITTEE I think take things to another level. We we sort of look at issues in the in the open body and, and get things cooking there, and then in the executive executive committee, that's where we decide. Okay, we're gonna run with this. This has legs. This doesn't right now. Um, and and that's sort of where I I felt like I could possibly make a greater impact. And then the uh, that year. Um, Jackie Overton who was the chair previous to Charles was very ill and uh, Charles was in his fourth year and he was you know he kept reaching out saying look somebody should be thinking about stepping into this role and I and I met with Jackie a week before she died and I asked her as I knew her from parking control I said Jackie is this something that you feel like I could do if I shadowed for a year and she looked at me and she said Shana you can do this now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> was like okay I'm glad you have faith in me um, but she did yeah uh, and I asked her you know what some advice and she, she said three things she said decide what you will and won't do and stick to that don't ever enter any situation with a personal agenda be open and stand in your truth and I have Attempted in every way to be faithful to those pieces of advice because I think they were very good. Yeah. And there's been some challenging times. I mean, I don't have to tell anybody that it's been, it's kind of been tumultuous this this past couple of years. Right on the on the tail of ten years of dwindling funds from the legislature, um, we I know that each. In the last decade, each unit has been asked every year, think where you can cut, think where you can cut, think where you can cut. And, you know, you you mentioned you've been here for 10 years. I've been here 13. So, you know, that gets to be wearing after a while. And and during that time, there were years where we got no increase.
0: Yeah.
1: And so as long as staff don't have a voice, then how... How do people that know and make the decisions come to understand what the effect is? Yeah. So we try to gently remind them, you know, these are our issues. We sh- we're struggling with this. Um, and it's a balance. Thank you for this. W- we hear that you heard us on this one. Maybe pay attention more to this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's... It's, it's, been, um, it's been challenging from an operational point of view, but then, you know, the issue with the monument. This is a very diverse group of staff members, and, um, you know, we wanted to be a part of the conversation. We, yeah. wanted, we wanted to at least be able to come through the other side of that saying we participated. Yeah. We may not get to be the decision makers, but we absolutely have an obligation to let folks know how what is going on is affecting us. And, and I'm very proud of the, the delegate body during that time because we did that. We had our own survey. survey, We had our own data. And we presented that. Um, so it's been tough. Yeah. It's, but, but I think I am so happy that I was in that space and time to be able to walk through that and survive it and help people thrive through it it was tough yeah and here we are with new challenges (laughs) and I don't think
0: they're some the same old (laughs) sure
1: and I don't think they're ever gonna go away and that's the point the point is you don't solve something put it to bed and say we're done you continue to uh, come to the table you continue to advocate for staff you continue the work and then when you feel you're becoming weary you start reaching out and encouraging folks to think about stepping in th- the same way that Charles did for me. Yeah. And we're, we're kind of there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, you coming up on, this will be your third year. Or you're coming up on I am completing my third, completing year. your third year. Yeah. So I guess one thing we could talk about is the general structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, The forum is uh, made up of, I always forget this, we're not SPA and EPA anymore. Um, And I wrote this down to make sure I remember, SHRA um, and EHRA. Correct. Non-faculty employees. Correct. (laughs) Um, But we're voted on and um, get to be on the forum. Uh, It's other uh, SHRA and EHRA um, staff members that actually vote on delegate members to join the forum
1: and and this is this has been the topic of conversation and possible restructuring for the the four years that i've been on the forum and and previous to me I'm, i'm told um it is very difficult to to sort of grasp if you've never had any any experience with the forum to understand how the elections take place but in a nutshell there are eight job classifications across campus that are non-faculty there's uh, um, and I'm not sure exactly what they all are but one of them is uh, professional or paraprofessional staff Uh, uh, one of them are trades there are eight categories and you are elected by the employees of your same job classification so a a ballot that would go out to you For election would not have the same nominees as a ballot that would go out to someone in a different job classification, and that that can be very confusing. Yeah,
0: well, I I will attest that was very confusing (laughs) when, um, well, after you had come to our department, talked about the forum, and when I was looking into it and talked with you know Greg, who had been in my department, and realized neither he or I, like, we did not show up in, or oh, no, our professional. we showed up in each other's ballots, but other people we knew didn't show up on our ballots. Right. And I was confused by that. Sure. Um, th- this is also something that kind of, I, I don't think it's just necessarily particular to the forum election process, but, like, the, the job classification of the university as a whole is not terribly clear. Um. <laughs> and to make
1: it even more complicated, it is my understanding that... Per- the, the job classification and the delegation system was created 26 years ago yeah. when the forum was structured, and job classifications have changed since then. Yeah. So it's further complicated by a, a morphing of job classifications. So we're, we're looking at ways to make the, the election process seem more accessible. Uh, we're, we're talking about maybe location-based elections. Um, the data is very difficult for us to get Location based, um, for location-based, for uh, for a location-based election.
0: So does that mean like where your home department would be?
1: Well, for instance, yeah. um, w- when I was working at the School of Dentistry, and most people in the School of Dentistry knew that I was affiliated with the forum in yeah. some way, but yeah. only the people in my job classification were able to vote for me. Um, and people are expressing that all over, you know, all over the delegation. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're trying to look at a way to make it um, more accessible to the voting process and it, and that's just not as straightforward as we
0: would yeah. like it to be yeah.
1: so uh, more to come <laughs> <laughs> we're still looking at that uh, I think there's talk of a new um, management system in HR that may give us more data yeah so we we uh, HR is one of our partners, so we con- we work with them constantly on issues. So we are, we are hoping that this new platform that they're looking at will provide location-based uh, data as well as job classifications, and then we can sort of go from there.
0: Yeah. The main reason that it is done by job classification is we want to, uh, the forum representation is proportional, right?
1: So in theory, um, if you have a larger number of employees that represent, say, people in jobs in in upper management. Yeah. Um, that they get e- that voting process gets equal weight with yeah. folks that may be in other job
0: classifications, so yeah. that
1: there isn't a potential for bullying yeah. or or ignoring issues that
0: well they are not even aware of. Sure. Like that. I mean that that I can see is just being a natural side effect that's not good, but not necessarily intended. Like you you, sure. you, you aren't aware of the things you don't know and the university is so large that yep. <laughs> it's easy to uh, not be aware of the concerns at all of people in other jobs. Yep. It's, um,
1: and that's why I think it's really important that it be, you know, the meetings on Wednesday mornings are open. And so you don't actually have to decide if you want to be on the forum to yeah. come and check it out and see what it's all about. It, um, we meet the first Wednesday of every month from 915 to 1130 in the Stone Center um, and they're open so you can drop in and, and uh, window shop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you went very quickly from just <laughs> you, you were a delegate and then chair but um, over the time that you've been aware of there have been like what changes have you noticed um, within the forum, or maybe even uh, the staff relationship to the forum.
1: So it ebbs and flows is my understanding, um, but there are, you know, we're in, we're in a new administration, and the leadership is very different. It feels more inclusive now, and um, you know, I'm very hopeful. I'm very hopeful that we can. We do have a uh, an open line of dialogue. I think we're we are being taken very seriously. We are been given uh, we're being given respect and time.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, most of all, time. Time is really a gift. When when uh, when you can sit with the folks that you perceive make the decisions and really feel like you have been listened to. That's huge. Yeah. And so I, I see we're, we're in that space now and we should really take advantage of it. I think we're exhausted right now. Um, I, I see sort of a, a little bit of fatigue going on, but that ebbs and flows. I've seen yeah. that the whole four years. There are just times when folks are like, "Okay, really, another resolution?" <laughs> no, I I don't have it in me. Yeah. Um, but that that doesn't last long. Something will, you know, there'll be a, there'll be something that that stimulates us and and we'll get going again. But right now, it's I just feel like we're in a little bit of a slump because everyone is so tired. Yeah.
0: Well, so. Uh as I said, you know, me being my first year, I don't really have much history of how these things went. But I feel like there's a lot of first years this year. Uh, is this typical or?
1: It is typical. Um, there there are a couple of folks that I think, um, I don't want to call them diehards, but that's what no. they are. You know, <laughs> th- there's a real commitment to keeping this body alive and, and um keeping the the importance, keeping the employee forum in the forefront of especially the Chancellor's office. When you have a new chancellor, you wanna make sure that they know what the forum does and and, yeah. and um, has that wonderful relationship. So we're you know we're we're eager we're eager to get I mean that's why I love that we're doing this. If this is another way to try to get folks to understand who we are and what we do. Cool. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: (laughs) How many people are on the forum? There's generally about 60. Okay. And, you know, unfortunately what I see is right after election, five people will send me an email and say, I'm really sorry, but I just, I'm not being supported, and I have to roll off, this is more than I thought it was, or, I thought my supervisor would be more supportive. <laughs> um, and, and so, initially, you, you you see a bit of a fall off right after election. And then um, there are meetings that are much more well attended um, than others. So right at the beginning of the, the s- semester, especially if folks are um, have a lot of interaction with students, you may see people not showing up yeah. as much at the beginning of semesters yeah. or at the yeah. end of semesters. Summer, we're generally more well-attended, um, although some of us have jobs that <laughs> <laughs> never die. <Yeah. laughs> we don't have that slow period. Yeah. But uh, in general, when when there's less student a- activity, you'll see employees getting more charged up.
0: Yeah. What's the process of nominating people and then having them get elected to the forum
1: so the two ways you can nominate yourself or you can nominate someone that you know obviously if you get nominated by somebody you have to agree yeah. <laughs> so you, you have to accept the <laughs> nomination so there's there's really no um danger in nominating somebody that you think would be fabulous because they can always say no yeah uh, so if you know someone that you think would be a, an outstanding candidate or, or, or even just an okay candidate, they don't have to be <laughs> outstanding. Go ahead and nominate them.
0: Once the nomination process goes out, mm-hmm. um, people will be nominated. Uh, then they're asked if they want to accept said nomination. Correct. And um, <laughs> then ballots will be emailed out.
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, the I, I, I want to get the the structure of this right. So um, somebody gets nominated, they accept the nomination, ballots go out, people are elected, then a letter goes to the supervisors of those folks um, and uh, permission has has to be given for them to serve. So you do have to get permission from your
0: supervisor. I was very fortunate. My supervisor was very supportive. Great. um, Thought this was a great idea. Nice. Uh, Ballots will go out late March, early April. Mm -hmm. Um, The votes will be tallied and uh, delegates will be announced and confirmed uh, for the May meeting. Correct. Correct. If I remember last year correctly, (laughs) not always easy, but uh, I remember the first meeting was in the Stone Center um, and talked about the upcoming... Summer meeting.
1: So n- normally the, the big things, um, once you're elected, you, you come in in May, and um, th- that generally is a meeting of uh, your first meeting, and you've, you've got incoming and outgoing delegates at that meeting. We like to invite the chancellor to that meeting so that the chancellor can see uh, the body, that people that have served, and to say thank you, and the people that are, are coming in to serve you know, to express appreciation. June, we elect the officers. So there's an election of the chair, the vice chair, the treasurer, the secretary. Those are one-year appointments. Parliamentarian is a two-year appointment. So elections for, for those officer positions take place in June. Then there's a retreat in July. And um, then uh, it was at the Rizzo Center. Thats the Rizzo what,
0: Center, That's yes. what it was last year.
1: <laughs> and that's an all-day event. Um, this past year we decided to write a proclamation um, about healthcare because we wanted to do something impactful and we wanted to let folks know that this seemed urgent to us. And that's what springboarded us into the healthcare panel, town hall. Uh, and then we're off and running. Then we just let the issues guide us.
0: I did want to highlight uh, some of the service stuff okay. that the the um, that the forum does. Yeah. Because oh. maybe that people aren't aware that maybe sure. some of those things are, are there, and that can be another uh, kind of touchstone.
1: So let me tell you about the things <laughs> <laughs> our service-oriented um, uh, projects and um, and things that we do across the campus. We have the Carolina Campus Community Garden. Uh, It was started to uh, provide an opportunity for some of our lowest paid employees to experience fresh vegetables. So um, the Carolina Carolina Campus Community Garden is right off Wilson, which is right off of Cameron. If you haven't been, there's a work day, I think, Mm -hmm. Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. Come out and use your community service <laughs> time or or regular straight work time yeah. with the with the approval of your supervisor.
0: Actually, uh, I will say that is technically my first exposure to the forum nice. because uh, Marie England, who's long retired, but she was staffed when I was an undergrad. She every. Uh, I forget it but every week we go out to the community yeah uh, the community garden. Oh, it's the coolest.
1: <laughs> it's absolutely the coolest. Um, mm. and it, you don't have to have a green thumb. They'll put a rake in your hand. <laughs> there's a, a dedicated staff that keeps it rolling. It's it's quite it's quite cool. If you haven't if you haven't been out, out there, you should you should actually uh, encourage anybody and everybody to go see it. It's, yeah. it's pretty wonderful. We have a uh, yearly we have a UNC employee Habitat for Humanity build. I think last year was the first habitat for humanity in the country for seniors. Yeah that's that I was heard super about cool. Um, what else do we we have th- the toy drive um, we have a food drive
0: the, the annual blood drive. The
1: an- two blood dri- two blood drives yeah. one in December and one I think in June uh, yeah. normally it takes place. Yeah. Um, if you can't give blood, um, for whatever reason, you can donate time. Yeah. Uh, you can go and, and support the effort in that way. Um, there, and then, you know, we develop things as we go. If, if we see, I know there was lots of effort towards the hurricanes. Um, so um, we, uh, we have a very uh, robust community service committee that's one way you can serve. If, that's, if that is your thing, cool, come join us and, and do some community service. And then we have the personnels issue, personnel issues committee and that generally takes on things like benefits, salary, health care, things that we're worried about. Um, and then career development. We've had professional uh, development seminars. In the past, uh, I think we're planning to do another one soon. Uh, so what else? I'm trying to think as I, as I speak here, Oh, we staff assembly, if this ignites your desire to see <laughs> the university system in a broader sense, all 16 university campuses and the one high school campus, all 17 campuses across the state, um, you can become a staff assembly delegate. That's, you know, that's an even bigger, broader, aspect of what higher education looks like in yeah. the state of North Carolina, which is so important right yeah. now. Yeah. So lots of ways to get plugged in.
0: Thanks for talking with us today. Um, I'm really excited to, you know, get this podcast rolling. Um, our goal is to start quarterly, and if this is something we can co- uh, create a infrastructure that works and people listen to it, nice. <laughs> we can kind of uh, continue on and hopefully bring forth the different issues that are in front of the forum, and then also uh, continue to engage the staff population as a whole and bring more people in. And uh, Great.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. This has been really cool.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thanks so much for listening. For more information and up-to-date news on the UNC Employee Forum, please visit our website, employeeforum.unc.edu. I would also like to thank our forum chair, Shayna Hill, for being the first guest of the podcast. And much appreciation to fellow delegate Kevin Robinson for recording and advice. Monday as long as there's no holiday first Wednesday first, yes first, first Wednesday we'll as, edit that first Wednesday <laughs>